Here, 357. Go up and if you need to, put one right behind his head. We yeah. talked about this ghost bear. How long have you been after this ghost bear? Five years. I just love hunting these animals. That's that's all I care about. Welcome to the Bear Hunting Podcast. Hey folks, welcome to the Bear Hunting Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. Really appreciate you tuning in. I know it's been a while, but uh, and I know there's no shortage of hunting media out there in all shapes and forms and so if you're listening to this and listen to uh, me I really appreciate you tuning in and uh, sticking with us so um, I plan to have a bunch of really really cool content this uh, bear season so um, hope you guys stick around we're gonna have some really good stuff coming up Um, anyway getting into that so it's been a while so I figured I'd, I'd fill you guys in today it's just me today but I wanted to fill you guys in on what's um, happening here and what the plans are for this season. So, um, anyway, so I've been pretty quiet on social media, but what I did post was that I did draw a Minnesota bear tag this year. Um, and if you've been a long time listener of this podcast, you know, that that's kind of where this whole thing started was I drew, uh, my first Minnesota bear tag and I started this podcast and, uh, we did that hunt and recorded the whole thing. So, um, <laughs> anyway, and you'll know that it wasn't, uh, the most successful hunt. It was a good learning experience, but, um, I, uh, I'm happy to come back around and try to give this thing or not try. I'm going to give, get this thing another go and, uh, get it done this year. So, um, so yeah, this year, the only bear hunt I have is this Minnesota bear tag. Um, so I've got all my eggs in this basket and I am, uh, determined to fill this tag um so anyway but I drew um this year I drew a different unit than I I put in for previously last time I think it's unit 22 I think is the one I hunted um I can't remember I think it's 22 and uh, anyway it wasn't it wasn't that it was a bad unit it's just that you know I drove through it um and I, I drove through the unit that I'm hunting now this year um, and I thought, man, I'm passing through all this great bear country to get to this other unit. Why would I drive all the way up there? So, um, this go around, I'm, I'm hunting, uh, different unit. So <clears throat> that unit. So looking forward to that. Um, it's going to be a good time. Um, yeah. And the cool thing, um, so this is kind of the big thing this year. So I'm doing the hunt, do it yourself. Um, like I always do nothing against guides and especially this guide. Cause, uh, up, up where I'm hunting, um, my buddy Jimmy, who's been a frequent podcast, um, guest here, <clears throat> he's, uh, he's a guide up in this unit. And so normally I would, you know, well, not normally, but I have no qualms. I, I would, I would have no reservations about going with him. He's an excellent guide. He knows what he's doing. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I talked to him and, and, you know, I, I told him, I said, you know, I just like doing it myself. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, nothing against guides. I just, I, I feel like I'm missing out on a piece of it when I don't do the work. So, um, he knows that and he's totally understanding, but, uh, but all that being said, um, it's going to be a cool year because, 
Um, if you guys remember my buddy who helped me out in Wisconsin, um, the column, how the hell legend, legendary might be put, put it up. Yeah, I don't know. Legendary bear guide, Mike Foss, who, my friend who, uh, he was kind enough to, to show me some spots out in Minnesota and was a big part of my success in, or not Minnesota, Wisconsin, when I drew my tag two years ago. Um, he was a big part of my success there. Um, so he is, um, coming up and he's going to hunt with Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Walner, um, fall river outfitters is his guiding business. I don't think he has any openings, but, uh, anyway, in the future, he's a great, great guide. But anyway, Mike Foss is going to hunt with him and, uh, he, he drew a tag too. And so Mike and I though, are going to have a bear camp. I'm going to do it, do yourself, do it yourself. And Mike is going to hunt with Jimmy. So, and of course, Jimmy's going to be all kinds of rounds. So, um, guiding for bears and guiding Mike and, uh, running baits. And so anyway, um, the cool thing about this year is all three of us are going to be together a lot. So we're going to put together a lot of cool podcasts and cool content. So, um, it's going to be a lot of fun this year because of that. So we've all been, the three of us have all been talking for a while now and, <laughs> you know, getting ready and talking about what bait we're getting and what the natural food looks like and what the plans are and where we should stay. So it's going to be a blast with the three of us up there. So, um, really looking forward to that. Really, really looking forward to that. So, and, uh, even though Mike is being guided by Jimmy, I'm sure Mike's going to go up there and <laughs> still run a few baits. So, but, uh, anyway, we're, I'm, can't tell I'm pretty excited about this season. It's going to be a good time. So, um, so that'll be fun. Um, but anyway, so the plan for the season here, um, is, you know, cause I live in the upper peninsula of Michigan. So I'm about, I think I Googled it five to six hours away from where I plan to hunt. So I'm going to be doing those good old fashioned bomber bait runs. Um, you know, loading up the truck with as much bait as I can and going out there and, and just baiting one time a week and on the weekends and hoping it holds till the next weekend. But, um, so the nice thing about Minnesota though, I, nice and not nice, right? Like um, but the nice thing in terms of bomber bait runs is Minnesota only has two weeks of baiting before season. So my plan is I'm going to, um, I'm going to bait. So there's opening day of baiting season is on a Friday. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's Friday. Um, anyway, I plan to be there on Friday, opening up my bait sites that, um, yeah, Maybe I should, well, I'll, I'll get into that in a minute, but anyway, I'm going to open up my bait sites, opening day of baiting season. So I'll bait that weekend, come back the following weekend, bait or rebate, see what happened. I'd make any adjustments I need to. And then the following weekend is the last weekend. There's one more weekend before season, but season opens on a Wednesday. So I'm going to do, it's most likely I'm going to come up there that weekend, um, bait, and then just stay there and run baits as I need to and just hang out and get ready for season. I think that's my plan. Um, do a little fishing, hang out with Jimmy and Mike if he's up there yet, and uh, just have a good time. So that's the plan. Um, so it's, it's going to be, a, it's gonna be uh, quite a bit of work, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's not real long, and we're hunting. So 
Uh, today is July 3rd, so we are less than two months away from opening day of season. So, um, I'm, I'm, for a guy that shot nine bears, I am unbelievably excited to be first season already. I'm like a little kid waiting for Christmas. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But, um, anyway, so that's the plan. But, um, before that, though, what the plan is, because, so I've been doing, um, because this is a totally new area for me. And, and of course, I mean, Jimmy Walner is a guide up there. So, you know, I picked his brain a little bit about areas to go to and areas to avoid because he's in them and things like that, right? So, I mean, of course, I've done that. But, um, I have, I've, so what I've been doing though, based on, you know, and, based on some input from Jimmy and stuff is I've been doing a lot of e-scouting, um, uh, doing it. I've been using a mix of just Google earth and Onyx maps and just pin dropping what I like to do for e-scouting. Um, just to, cause my goal is to get up there, um, and have sites ready to go. Um, like I'm not saying that clearly. So what I mean is, so the way I scout for a new area is I go and I use Onyx is the tool I'll use to, and I'm, I'm not sponsored by them and I just won't be, I don't, that's silly. Um, but they're still good. They're still a really good app though. <laughs> and so I use them, but, um, anyway, but what I do is I, I pin drop, I drop pins. I'll go in an area and I'll look for, okay, this looks good on the map. Here's a swamp. You know, here's a good entry point near a road. Oh, there's a clear cut nearby. There might be good natural foods next to the swamp. Okay, drop a pin. Um, and what I do is I drop way more pins that I could, you know, than is reasonable, right? I mean, I think I've got like 12 pins dropped on potential bait site locations right now. And you're only allowed three bait sites when you're hunting. Um, and so, and I'm just baiting by myself. But my plan is to get up there um, before season. And that's, so getting into that and the plans to go up there in a few weeks here, probably, uh, well, the end of July. So four weeks away now, um, and, um, go and check out all those spots that I've pin dropped and figure out what are the best spots to put a bait site that way. And I'll go and I'll pin drop. Okay. This is where I'm going to put a bait and I'll have my three baits selected that way, and that way come opening day bait season, I go out there, I find some logs, I set them up, you know, put on my bait, cover it up, and we're good to go, you know, that's, so that's my plan, um, but, so that's what I kind of like to do for e-scouting, so I've been doing a lot of that recently, um, you know, anytime I'm bored on the couch, I just pull up on X and start looking in general areas, and, you know, if I, I think it might be questionable, I, I send the, <laughs> I've been sending the pin to Jim, even, hey, what do you think, what do you know about this spot, and, uh, <laughs> and, and ends up being, that's exactly where I got my bait, <laughs> has that been a couple times, so, <laughs> no, no, Matt, you can't have a, you can't put a bait there, that's where I bait, oh, okay, <laughs> uh, actually, it doesn't say like that, he puts it, well, you can bait there, but you'll be right next to me, <laughs> So it's kind of funny, but, um, anyway, so, uh, so yep, that's the plan. Um, so going back to that though, so what my plan is, is I'm going up there at the end of this month to go and do my actual on the ground scouting. Um, and I think Mike is going to actually meet up with me and we're going to go up there together. Hopefully, um, if you can get the time off work and, um, we're going to go hang out together and, uh, um, meet up with Jimmy and Jimmy's going to drive around with us and, um, 
yeah, so that's going to be fun. So probably make a podcast while we're up there. Just guessing. We'll see. But um, yeah, so anyway, and if you guys don't recall, um, both Mike and Jimmy can talk. So it's going to be like a nine hour long podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding, but I can't let it run that long. But um, yeah, so anyway, looking forward to that. Um, yeah, so, and then, uh, of course, getting ready for season here. I've been um, getting my bait squared away because, um, you know, with COVID last year and everything, um, as with everything else, there's shortages of things. So bait's been a little bit tough to get, uh, tougher to get than usual. So, um, so I've been trying to get that hammered out. Um, but I'm good to go. I should be good to go now. Um, I've already got my trail mix. It's a little different. It's actually chopped peanuts this year, but that's going to be fine because I'll mix it up with stuff and that'll be, that's going to be a really good bait actually. But I've got like chopped peanuts and then a little bit of leftover trail mix from last year. And then, um, so that'll be, you know, my main bait that I use, um, right before season because the bears love trail mix. And then, I'm picking up a tote of granola um, in a couple days here from a guy. So um, it looks like it's really, from the pictures, it looks like it's really good stuff. So, um, and then I've got, um, you know, some, I've got a whole bunch of frosting. I've got some gummies, uh, just a mix of stuff, you know, all the things the bears like. So um, that'll be good. Looking forward to that. Um, so that should be all squared away pretty quick here. And then I still got to get my um, Batum 907 order in. Um, as you guys know, I'm a huge fan of Batum 907 cents, bear lures, cents, whatever you want to call them. Um, so my plan this year, last year when I was up there, um, final dessert, which is, of course, my favorite scent, that worked really, really well. So I'm going to get at least one, one or two cans of the bear tar and final dessert. And then... Um, the other thing I'm going to get a bunch of is um, Michigan Mash, which is the scent that I made with them. Um, I actually haven't used it up there. It works really well everywhere else, but so I wouldn't see why it wouldn't work well up there. But um, Jimmy has used it quite a bit since um, since I kind of, me and Jess came up with it. Um, and he loves it. That's his favorite scent up there. So, of course, I'm naturally going to want to use that too. So... Um, so yeah, so I'm going to use that. Um, so my plan will probably have, honestly, I really love their bear tar. So I'll have probably two cans of final dessert bear tar and two cans of, um, Michigan mash tar and then some blueberry sweet surrender to, uh, sweeten up the bait and probably a burn formula or something like that. And then maybe a fatal draw, which is their ground cover scent. But, um, yeah. So anyway, that's, that's probably what I'll do for scent, and that should be enough, because, I mean, I can only run three baits, and it's only two weeks. I don't need a ton of scents, but, um, yes, yeah, so we'll see. But when I get when I get my order in from Jess, I'll, I'll, I'll make a video and show you guys what I end up buying. So, um, yeah, and then, um, so looking forward to that. And uh, if you guys want some, want to get a discount on their scents, you can use the code BHP10 to get um, a discount, 10% discount on any cents from them. So, um, yeah. Um, and then, let's see, what else is on my list here? I kind of skipped around a bit. 
Um, and then, yeah, other than that, um, I've got ammo, which you guys are, hunt, you know, into shooting at all. You know, that's been harder to find than just than Sasquatch. So, um, but um, this year I'm using, um, so last year I had a, a guy, his name's Randy Blevins. He owns a company called Ass a Woman Firearms. Um, and uh, anyway, he's a, he, he's a gunsmith for a bigger gunsmith for a gun manufacturing company, but he's got his own little side business and he makes uh, custom rifles. And um, I had to make me a custom sort of bear rifle and uh, um, it's got a, it's pretty tricked out. It, it, it's a cool gun, but uh, man, it is, it's a tack driver. I shot it last year for bear season, and uh, that thing is sub MOA. Um, it's 35 Wellen, so it's a. Uh, if you're not familiar with 35 Wellen, is it's um, it's a 30 at six case that's necked up to um, 0.35 um, diameter bullets. Um, it's fairly commonly available. Um, but the nice thing I I like it because so what I what I like to do is I like to take I've hunted bears a lot with 30 at six and I load 220 grain bullets into it. And, um, and that works really, really well. Um, that, that puts bears down fast because the heavier, it doesn't seem like speed is huge with killing bears it, that having that extra mass to get through them really does help. Um, and that's kind of what I like about 35 Wallen is that like 220 grain 30 at six bullets are kind of hard to find. But 35 Wellen comes in like 200 grainers and 225 grainers. So um, that I, I think that's an ideal, ideal bear caliber. So anyway, um, I didn't get a chance to use it last year, but this year I definitely plan to. Um, so that'll definitely be what I'm using this year. Um, right now I've got some Barnes tip triple shocks, which I really like for bullets. Um, probably stick with those unless I can find some... I really like Nosler Acubons, but they, yeah, they're <laughs> kind of destructive if you get a bad, sh if you shoot them like in the shoulder. So, um, they, I mean, they put stuff down really quick, but they're like, it's like a grenade going off in an animal. So, whereas the Barnes, it seems like it goes through them and it just drops them. So, um, I don't know. So that's all I'll stick with for now anyway, because that's what I have. <laughs> but, um, anyway, so. That's what gun I'm using, so I'm looking forward to that. I need to shoot a little bit more before season, but we're we're looking good. And then um and then yeah. That's pretty much it. Now, last thing I want to talk about today, keep it kind of short, is um I've been having people ask me about the natural food already. It's July 3rd, so I mean it's a little early to tell for sure what things are gonna look like. Um so take this with a grain of salt, but here's what I'm seeing right now. And I've been out quite a bit in the woods, so I, I have a pretty good idea. Um, here in the UP, um, nothing. it's going to be a pretty good year to have a bear tag. Um, nothing is great so far. I don't know about acorns. I haven't really looked at a whole lot of oaks to see what the acorns are looking like, but the thing is it's been basically drought conditions for the first part of summer now we've had a bit of rain last week or two but before then I mean it was like drought we had nothing um and so the the rain the lack of rain has really hurt like berries really really bad um 
I've gone out, like, there was a lot of blossoms for everything. Like, if we had a bunch of rain, we'd have a bumper crop of raspberries, blueberries, choked, or, um, um, not choked cherries, maybe choked cherries, but definitely black cherries. Um, I don't think I've ever seen so many blossoms on the choke cherry, or the black cherry trees, but, um, there just wasn't a whole lot of rain, and, or there wasn't any rain for, like, a good month and a half. It was crazy, but, um, and then we had a late frost right around Memorial Day, but anyway, it, like, a hard, hard frost. I think it got down in the 20s around here, um, but anyway, because of that, the natural foods are looking pretty, I'm not saying there isn't natural foods, because there definitely is, but it's patchy, right? So, um, like, around my yard here, um, in the immediate area, um, there's, like, my apple trees, I've never seen so few apples on them, and they're, like, really, really good producing apple trees, there's hardly any apples on them, um, and then the raspberries, they're looking rough, um, I don't, my guess is if they produce any, any raspberries, they're gonna be really rough looking, they're not gonna be anything significant, even though there's a lot of blossoms, like, there could be a lot of raspberries, I don't, it's not shaping up like there's gonna be many of them, um, the, the only thing that's good around me in my immediate area is hazelnuts. There's a lot of hazelnuts around me. Um, but now if you go out in like the Ottawa National Forest, west of where I live, um, there was, the raspberries still looked rough. Um, there's some black cherry, but not much. There's definitely choke cherry but that gets eaten up quick. Um, there's a little bit of blackberry, but I didn't see any hazelnuts. So it's going to be really, really patchy. So I think that's, at the end of the day, even though there's some natural food, it's going to be real patchy, and you're going to have bears moving around a lot. So it's going to give you a lot of opportunity to get bears on the baits. So they're not going to be, I don't think there's going to be anything that is a good enough crop to where bears can just disappear in a patch and not come out for a week, you know. So, um, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, take that with a grain of salt because it varies area to area, of course, right? But what I'm seeing right now on the ground is it looks rough. So for natural foods, which it means it's going to be very good for bears on the baits. So um, the thing that killed us last year, though, is that we had that we it got really, really cold really early last year. So that killed um if you got a later season tag, that, that hurt us really bad last year. I was a victim of that. It just my base went from being on fire to just shut down and it was a hundred percent weather. It was bizarre. So I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like that before. But um hopefully that doesn't happen this year. Hopefully it stays nice and we can have a if you got a later season tag, it's good. But that's not the case for me this year. I've got a my hunt starts September first, so uh, should be, unless we have a freaky, freaky early cold front, should be good hunting for me, so, um, anyway, yeah, that's about it, I'm looking forward to this hunt, like I said, um, yeah, I, I, I can't wait, it's gonna be a good time, and, uh, yeah, so stay tuned, um, there's gonna be a lot of good stuff coming up, there's gonna be a lot of cool podcasts between, you know, some really, really good bear hunters, you know, um, I mean, you're gonna have, uh, like Jimmy Walner, who's, you know, arguably the best.
best bear guide in, in Minnesota and Mike Foss talking and um, it's, it'll be a good time. So um, anyway, thanks for tuning in guys and uh, we'll catch you next time.